Welcome back to the YSL Series Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and we are back for another episode of all this nerdy entertainment goodness. Uh, today, we got an oldie but goodie, somebody we missed for a long time. But my man, Rashani, is back on the YSL Series Podcast. What's up, Rashani? You know what? I remember back when they, and by they, I mean WWE, actually put out a good rap album. <laughs> yeah, they did. Nobody wants to speak about when they put out a good rap album that had fucking MC8 on it. Nobody wants to talk about that. Hold on. MC8 was on that album? MC8 was on that album, and he killed it. The uh, Big Show. Matter of fact, go to YouTube, look up The Big Show, MC8, and that song goes so fucking berserk. Yo. Like, that's why I was so mad when John Cena started rapping. Like, nigga, you ain't the first one. You ain't the one. You ain't shit. Because MCA came out, and that song goes so bananas berserk. I swear to God. Swear to God. Big well, show theme, MCA. What people don't even know is, like, when that theme song came on, Rasani got his oh, whole life. Is on that? Yes. Hold it on. is we gotta hard this. as fuck. Oh, this is gonna go. Piano. Oh. I gas hop when I hit my six-fold pedal. I rock and got fans from ghetto to heavy metal. I took it to the next level. Guardated the states and marble floors with a slight bevel. Hey, yo, I hit the free. Just so y'all know, Mike's the only one that bopping his head. He's from the West Side. I never heard of it. Also, you can't even see the other two. I didn't know they were bopping their head in. I'm for the millennium, my eyes bigger. Touch my watch on my chain and get shot at least twice near. I'll be the brightest one shining in the show. Everybody say, hold your love, Mac, one nose. And to the female fan base that... How did you know about that? I remember this album, but I do not remember this song. He's from the West Coast. We did not. We did not try and listen to that song, Brandon. Man, but all I did best. was listen to West Coast rap. Oh, yeah, you, you know yeah, that. You're, 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 yeah, yeah, I forgot. That was the best song on the album, in my opinion. I mean, it's hard to dispute that at this point in time. <laughs> so, uh, what's been up? What's been going on with you, man? Depression, basketball. Um, How's your wife? She doing better? You know what? Honestly, thank you for asking. She actually had her first week back at work. Uh, this past week was her first week back. That's awesome. That's awesome. a blessing. Real yeah. talk. She she's uh she's doing her thing. She's uh back on the 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 fast track to to corporate. Um, and it's just it's beautiful to have her presence, right? Like her effervescence on a day to day basis. Because when she was at home, it was like she was you know you don't. When you're at home, you don't think about how bored you get at work. Right. So you don't call people when you're at home because you got shit to do at home. But when she's at work, now she call me every 10 minutes like, hey, boo. And I'm like, hey, boo. So now we're talking on the phone and shit, which makes my day go by faster. And plus, I get to hear her voice. Um, but it's just like it, it was you didn't want to. I didn't want to tell her. Get the fuck up and start walking again. Stop <laughs> feeling sorry for yourself. Um, but I didn't want to tell her, take your time. You know, uh, God's got a plan for you. Because it was somewhere in the middle. Like, 
you'll never take those steps if you're scared of taking those steps unless somebody's like pushing you a little bit. Right. But at the same time, you don't want to be the person pushing them because you don't want to alienate yourself by being overly aggressive. So, you know, over a bit of time, I, I, I talked with her about driving again because she wasn't able to drive because she didn't have any feeling. For those of y'all who don't know, my wife uh, had a, uh, a bulging disc in her back that caused her to go numb from her hip to her, her, her heel mm. on her left side. Um, so she couldn't drive cause she couldn't feel the brake pedal. Um, and she was just paranoid about it. So the first thing we did was got her back in the car, got her back driving again. And then she started walking just short distances. Cause again, if you're numb, you can't walk cause you can't feel shit. Try walking when your leg falls asleep. And it was like that for a good six months. Oh, wow. Um, and then, when we got her to walk in short distances, then I stopped bringing her food from the kitchen. I stopped being like the caterer, bringing it to the bedroom. And I was like, you got to come get it. And she walked out and got her food and everything. And now it's like she still has some numbness. It's not all gone. The disc is still bulging. But she's able to uh, do what she needs to do. Like, she's a soldier. Real talk. She, I don't know if I'd be able to do what she did. I don't. Real talk. I don't. I don't know if I had that sort of inner strength. Like, if I get a cold, I'm real quiet about it, but let me get hurt. One day, I thought I was blind. Uh, uh, due to what cold? action, sir? What what circumstances led you to believe you were blind? That sneeze, probably. See, what had happened was, I had an eyelash in my eye. Thank you. And when you get an eyelash in your eye, like, if it's right on the front of your eyeball, it's nothing to a champion. Just blink a couple times, it's going to roll out. But sometimes that shit gets underneath your eyelid, like, under the bottom eyelid, and you got to roll, like, you roll it down or something, and there's no pain like it. And your shit will literally go like you can't see nothing. So I was seeing black. And I called my brother, and my brother answered the phone, and he was like, what's going on? And I was like, I'm blind! <laughs> I can't see nothing. I don't know what's going on, but I'm blind. And he was like, calm down, calm down. You sound like a punk. And I was like, I ain't no punk. I'm blind. And it turned out it was an eyelash. So they took me all the way to the emergency room and they put some eyeball, like they just sprayed my eye out with one of them eye wash things that they have in the science uh, labs at work. Mm -hmm. you know, in case you get chemicals in your eye, they tell you to do the eye wash. They did that eye wash to me, and my eyes were fine. I could see again. <laughs> There's nothing more embarrassing than thinking you about to die and then find out it wasn't nothing big, and you're like, "Oh, look at that good, look at that good insurance privilege, right there." Mm -hmm. oh, you know shit. what? Real talk. Swat. That's you know what? I want to say that there is literally no reason why everybody shouldn't have insurance. But since I got insurance right now, I go to the doctor for some horrible shit. <laughs> got to. Like, I went to the doctor because I couldn't go to the bathroom. Oh, really? Yes. Like, I, not a bad reason. I couldn't go. And I had just saw a movie where they were like, yo, if you don't go, you're going to die. It's true. It's true. <laughs> And so I was like, nah, babe, I got to go to the doctor right now. So I went to the doctor and I was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I can't go. And it, I, it's making my back hurt. Like, I can't go. <laughs> and, and my back is starting to hurt. Like, my lower back, like, I can't sit down. And when I sit down, I can't get back up because my back hurts. And I can't go to the bathroom. And they were like, you got two options. And I was like, what's the first one? They were like, we give you a laxative. 
I was Second like, one. "Is it does it work well?" That was like, "You gonna be on the toilet for like a couple hours, but it'll clear you out." I was like, "I don't think I want to be on the toilet like that." <laughs> What's the second option? They were like, "The second option is we stick a tube up your butt." I said, "Option number one, <laughs> thank you." And spray water up your butt, and it's called an enema, and it'll clear you out immediately. And I was like, "I'll take option number one." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no I'm option. Like, Why'd you even give me the second option? You should have told me there was one you know, option. I, I don't, I wonder why she gave me the second option too. It's like, people, I mean, like, yo, if you really need relief, man, like you want that instant relief, this enema gonna work. Yeah, think about it, you about to get on a plane or something for eight hours. You kind of gotta true. go with option two. You know what? That's not a bad idea, especially when you're like six one and a half, two hundred and eighty pounds, like me. I'm not trying to sit on that airplane toilet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Not going well, good. Have you ever broken an airplane toilet? No. <laughs> oh. Like, 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 see. The toilet seat of an airplane toilet ain't the strongest thing in the world uh, as for a support system. Okay. So the airplane bathrooms are already small. They're small, yeah. But sometimes you got to slide to the left a little bit or slide to the right and crisscross. Let me see <laughs> you clap y'all. Sorry. Uh, um, okay. To make sure that you can reach over and grab the toilet paper, whatever it may need to be, whatever. I was sliding to the oh, left so that I could grab something, and the whole toilet seat slid to the left with me. Oh, no. So the uh, little stand things that the toilet seat sits on, because this toilet seat isn't really just cheek to cheek with the actual toilet. There's some little bumps on the toilet seat to keep it aloft. Them little toilet seat bumps went into the toilet water other bumps went over the side of the toilet seat and so i just got up and wiped and looked out and made sure nobody was looking and just walked back to my seat (laughs) okay see Devin's about to be a flight attendant so he's gonna have to deal with niggas like you yeah because i was just thinking like i've never had an experience in the bathroom like that ever and um they're small though they are small uh but damn I was, on a, I was on a plane and someone got arrested, but I don't think I could think of anything with a toilet. Wait, what they get arrested for? Well, it was a long flight from air marshal was on plane uh, from Pennsylvania or from Arizona to Pennsylvania because my family had went to Hawaii and there was a woman on the plane with three children, and she was on something because she started like it was a red eye flight first of all, so you, everyone was pissed, but she started like hitting the flight attendant. Oh, yeah. And, like, screaming. And so, like, this guy who was huge, he had he looked like a bodybuilder, Was had to restrain her for, like, five hours, like a citizen's arrest type thing. And oh, wow. then the pilot was like, yeah, everybody, we, we're going to need you to stay seated for a while. Right. when this land. And then all these officers came and dragged her and her kids off the plane. The kids looked so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I bet. I... <laughs> wow. Um, um, all right, so... We had a great intro. Rashani know, talked yeah, about so getting the enema and going like blind. So we got all that in there, and we, we're so glad your wife's doing better. So that's really, really good. Um, let's talk about, before we get in these news, let's talk about what we did nerdy. Uh, Rashani, what'd you do nerdy in the past week? I'm really giving it some thought. Oh, because... Uh... We thought you, we had lost you for a second. Okay. No, I'm just giving it some thought. Like, what did I do that was really nerdy? Or, nigga. Did you watch Detective Pikachu? I saw the trailer. Yes. How, did you see the trailer? How what in love are saw? you? Here's what nerdy thing I did this week. I fucked a different burger every day this week, nigga. So, oh. 
Time out. Time out. I thought we that was going to be something totally different than what you yeah, just said. We, yeah, we're going we're gonna to run that back. Say that one more time. And he forgot the phrase up. I fucked a different burger every day this week. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, okay that's, that's proper, okay. nigga. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... So, nigga, look, nigga, nigga, check, nigga, am I, nigga. So, look, <laughs> I bought this thing at this place called Smash Burger. Okay. I oh, yeah, Smash Burger is dope. Called a Smash Pass. First okay. of all, I'm definitely making a T-shirt called Smash Pass because my wife, you know, and, and then I'm making a shirt that says Smash Academy because, you know, I get to then. Yeah, Smash, they'll be available soon. Smash Academy. That was funny to me, not to y'all. Fuck no, no, I get it. You can compete with the come and go shirts. You ever see those? <laughs> and the in and out shirts. Um, but so I bought the Smash Pass for myself and for Kid Awesome. And so the Smash Pass is for $100. You get a free burger every day. Between November fifth and February the fourteenth. Oh goddamn! That that's oh. worth it. That is right. Up, Mike. Baby, you're worth it. That's such a so, dangerous game, but I'm so I, interested. So initially, I went in there thinking, okay, I'm gonna go in and I'm a, I'm a. The first day, I went in there kind of scared, like they were gonna be like, you shouldn't be in here doing this shit. So I was kind of nervous. I was like, can I? Can I? Um, out here in California, they have one called the NorCal. Okay. Um, and it's got brie cheese and uh, balsamic vinaigrette, marinated tomatoes, and grilled California. onions. You got yeah, it yeah, it's California in a nutshell. Um, and I walked in, and I was all timid and stuff, and I was like, "Can I get this, please?" And they're like, "Sure." And I gave them the smash pass, and they was like, "It's free." And I was like, "Dope." By the third day, I was like, "Yo, what's up, Kevin? <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh." Mm, let me you know what i think today i'm gonna try that goat cheese cucumber and spinach burger dog yeah that look good right there yeah hey hold up one second nigga hold up i'm talking to kevin i'm talking to kevin hold up back the fuck up kevin you see these niggas back here by the seventh day nigga i was like okay i've had each one of these burgers in my mouth at least once this week kevin uh you know what? I'm going to go ahead and try the bacon barbecue burger real quick. If I don't like it, I'm going to let you know, Kevin. You already know. You already know. When I come in, they're like, hey, what's up? What's, what's up, Rashani? And I'm like, what's up, Kevin? What's up, Omar? What's up? What's up, y'all? What's going on? They <laughs> nod at me from the back. Like the chefs give me the head nod, like the, the head pump up. Nigga, they offer me free drinks. You're only supposed to get a free meal, a free burger. They give you free drinks now. Like, Nigga, what's up, Kevin? Oh, Yo. man, the Smash Pass is sold out. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's only available up until November the 5th, and then you can't get it no more. But here's the crazy part. Nigga, if I gave you my telephone number, you could walk into the Smash Burger near your house, use my telephone number, and get a free burger. Get out of here. Real You're talk. bullshit, yo. Real talk. Look, Devin, I mean, even look if like you they got that one in Fairfax. Just... No, no, no. There's That's one in the Hampton, Devin. No, I know. I've been to the one in Hampton. I'm and Chesapeake. That's no, I'm way. saying you can only use it once, so it'll be either me or you. So if there's a day oh. where I'm not using it, I'm about to go on Facebook. First person to donate $10 to my GoFundMe, <laughs> I'm going to give you the telephone number. But I'm scared that if I give people the telephone number, they're going to use it more than once. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, definitely, it, definitely. Exactly. Folks can't be trusted. 
Yeah, so, but yeah, it. been fucking burgers up. Like, I don't even fuck with they. They got chicken sandwiches. Fuck that shit. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm here for the burgers. And I'm going to murder the fuck out of them. And every time you go in there and you get a burger, right? They give you a, a, a receipt. Oh, shit. On the receipt is a survey. Okay. If you do oh, the survey. God. Here we go. <laughs> you get a free drink and fry when you get an entree. The entree is the burger that burger. you get for free by getting right. the smash pass. So when you come in the next day and you get a burger, you give them the survey code. They give you the drink <laughs> and the fry, and then they give you another survey. Yo, I don't think they thought this through. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know. They, they did not foresee somebody like Rosani, Rosani coming through. They did not expect niggas. They did not. No. Mm-mm. So... I'm talking to them like they my best friends because I'm giving them like five stars on the survey and shit. I'm like, yo, I'm helping y'all out. And then one white woman was like, um, it's not supposed to be like that. You know, that That was at the one out in a different area, though. So I just ain't been back to that motherfucker. And I didn't leave (laughs) my survey at all. (laughs) She was out here. That's why that's why we don't trust these white women out here. Exactly. I was like, help me help you, nigga. I'm the one getting y'all stored some championships. You can at least give me some free Smash Fries. The Smash Fries are so bomb. Yeah, they bomb. I used to go all the time when I was in Arizona. All Woo. the time. Hopefully, I'll go again if I get this job tomorrow. So, we'll so see. that's the nerdiest shit that I've done so far this week. It just fucked the shit out of some burgers. And um, I've been playing this game called Severed on the iPad, which is dope as fuck. It's like a Legend of Zelda game, really. But it's um, it's all swiping. Like, you don't have a control. <laughs> Thing, just swiping forward, swiping across, and it's amazing. It is. It's really, really good. Okay. Up in the app store right now. Okay. Um, Mike, what have you done, nerdy, this week? Um, I uh, watched another movie with my dad. For hold the mic in your mouth, my in front bad. of your mouth. I'm sorry. Not like Jill Scott, though. Hold Yo, the mic. In your t- I was about to say about it. <laughs> I'm not used to having a microphone that I have to hold. Okay, that's much better. Good. Anyway, wait, you got him holding the mic like, like, like yeah. the uh, Get Down Brothers. Yeah, yeah I don't have, I, I don't have no tabletop mic stand, so I'm using like a, I'm using like a, a podcast mic, and I got him like a direct mic. I'm usually at my 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 place for when I record, but with my mic. Talk, I'm sorry. Talking to the mic. I'm sorry. Oh, this is good. All right, what'd you this do, nerdy? Um, I watched another Ooh. superhero movie with my dad for I don't. I don't know if Rashani is aware, but I do this thing. Well, my dad is a, uh, he's a very nonfiction man, um, old-fashioned, born in Lebanon. Doesn't really, didn't like fiction movies, but I think I've slowly eased him into the superhero genre. And usually he watches it, and uh, then he, you know, he gives some sort of funny reaction. So this time we watched Justice League just to oh. see what would happen. And it's the only one he hasn't seen yet. Um he didn't care. He, he he thought it was cool. He, he doesn't. Well, what my dad does when he watches movies is um, he's on his phone answering work emails while people are talking, and then as soon as somebody gets punched, he like puts it down and then watches, <laughs> and then like he goes back to whatever he. And he I'm like, Dad, you got this is important. You got to pay attention to this part. And he's like, I can hear, and I'm like, Okay, never mind. He just. He just does that, his thing. That man loves his son and is doing anything he do can spend time with his son. <laughs> I, I got him into it now. Like He likes Superman from when he was growing up. That's the only fictional thing that he said he liked when he was growing up. Everything else, you know. He likes James Bond, but that's not, that's like, 
kind of more believable, I guess. That's still that's still superhero, basically. Possible yeah. white man. So he, I, t- I took him for his last birthday to see the, the James Bond movie, or whenever Spectre came out. But I did that, and I've been watching Titans, and I caught up on Arrow, and I'm going to start to flash. Finally. And you got your what? What? And you're getting your what? What? What did you just pay a thousand dollars? Oh yeah, for? I'm getting my scuba certification. There you go for my trip in February. A thousand dollars, a thousand dollars, Mike. You 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 over uh you overpriced it, man. Well, the problem is that what I'm going on this trip in February, in late February, with my friends to Belize. It was very affordable for guys with uh, not a lot of money <laughs> like us, and uh, uh, I I wanted to do the. The diving training before I went because it's like the second or third best place in the world for diving, and it's normally much cheaper. But because it's because I I elected to do the training now, I have to pay more money because the water's cold. So I have to get wetsuit and dry suit training. Which uh, I see. it didn't double the price, but it added like twenty five percent more to my bill. And I also you're not supposed to pay it off all at once, but I did it so that I could reserve my spots. Because I don't want to miss one and then start this process and pay all this money and then not get certified before the trip. So you're gonna go dive in this cold ass water? Yeah, with a dry suit. So I won't. So it won't be cold because the dry suit keeps you dry and then you. Wear I feel it. like your that's face. a lie that they say to make you not be such a punk about it being cold. <laughs> I mean, I w- I'll like, go in like, the cold like water. You say you say that the the dry suit. You're not supposed to feel the cold because you're wearing a dry or a wetsuit or whatever. So if you actually feel the cold when they say you're not supposed to feel it, then you're overly sensitive. Like they're just putting that out there. Like it's like me saying, when you wear this shirt, if I punch you dead in the chest, you shouldn't feel shit. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Here's if you want to hear the whitest thing, you guys will probably hear all year. It's uh, I'm ready. It's <laughs> I the, if, even if it was it's freezing, it's not really gonna bother me because when I was in high school, I was a rower. That's what I did because I can't. I'm not coordinated enough to be missing many balls. It gets worse. My coach. He was part of the crew. My we were a national crew team though. We won nationals my senior year. All eight categories that we were in, we were pretty good. (laughs) Just when I think you can't get any wider, you say some shit like that. But my coach was a very strict man. He was from Oxford. He rode for Oxford and Harvard, and and is one of Chevron's lawyers at the time. Their top. They're talking. He's a big guy. He funded the whole program, but he. W- there came a point my freshman year of high school where it got too cold to go on the river, and the Pittsburgh River Committee was like, "You can't go." And so my coach made himself head of the Pittsburgh River Committee and was like, <laughs> "We going out." <laughs> so if I can hey, row, <laughs> if I can row in nothing but spandex uh, in like five degree weather on the Pittsburgh rivers. I think I can handle an hour or See, two Mike doesn't water. even get it. The whitest shit he said in that statement was that dude making himself the head of that committee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, well, that's the whitest shit. He, like, he came in, he came in the next day. The white, that's the white version of I'm the manager, B. Yeah. <laughs> he came I'm in, the captain now. He came in the next day, and he was like, I bet you guys are excited that we get to have land practice today because it's, it's freezing. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, nah, we're going out. I'm the new head of the safety <laughs> committee. <laughs> everyone get on the boat right now. Get him in the water. Oh I visited him this weekend, this last weekend. I was in Pittsburgh. I visited him after six years. He still yells at me like I'm one of the uh, high schoolers. Well, is he still a Chevron lawyer? Because, I mean, goddamn, that's a connection right there, Mike. No, well, they had a huge buyout, and now he does other stuff. Uh, but he, I'm sure he made out. He right. still has connections, Mike. I'm, He's I'm probably loaded. Yeah, he, 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 <laughs> I hope he, 
He he was a uh, his kids would come to the races and his wife had the leashes on him. Is one of them one of those parents? <laughs> why you should you Mike? You keep topping the whitest shit you ever said. Uh-huh. Oh, every sentence. Oh, um, Devin, what told you, do? you? Um, I caught up on Titans uh, per the request of my cousin. Um, I have uh, I have I have notes uh, about the Titans. Um, I also uh, caught up on anime. I started playing Uncharted Four again. Uh, oh, you started video. playing video games again? Yeah, yeah. I, I had some time, so. Oh I, uh, shit! I was like, I'll play Uncharted because I mean it's it's challenging, and uh, I'll play it on hard this time and see how uh, if I can get through it. Um, so yeah, doing that, and then um, my mom actually went to the hospital yesterday, and I realized how good my daddy's insurance is because my mom had a fucking dope ass room, and uh, she's fine. Uh, just a little, uh, her blood pressure dropped and her blood sugar um, dropped rapidly. So she um, kind of passed out at work, but she's fine. She's home now. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm watching over her. So I'm staying home for the weekend. Um, but yeah, that, that dope ass insurance is real, Rasani. That is, like she had her own couch in that bitch. Uh, my dad had a recliner in that bitch. Um, the nurses was in there like a, with a drop of a dime. And like, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was a good experience. Um, but um, other than that, man, I just been. I did read uh, the first issue of fucking Batman, Robin, Son of Batman, just because of uh, uh, DC uh, Universe. So oh. that's the uh, nerdy shit I did too. Um, uh, I, we talked about Titans before. We'll probably talk about that at some point. But um, what did I do? I need to catch up on all my shows. Only one I watched is Black Lightning, which we recorded. I watched the Detective Pikachu trailer at least 15 times um, because I had to make sure everybody at my job saw it. And then they kept wanting to watch it and ask me questions. And everybody, even the people who didn't know Pokemon, they were like, Pikachu's so adorable. And then I told them it was Ryan Reynolds and nobody could believe that. Uh, so I never thought that that movie trailer would look so interesting to me but i am like super interested in that and they got a black dude and i think they're gonna say that that black dude was ash's son oh wow because they said your father was a legend in this town remember that's what they said yeah if they tell me that was ash's son so that means ash got some black woman cheeks uh that made my respect for ash go up a little bit more um it's pokemon season officially man i'm about because uh next week or this week, what did Pokemon come out on the Switch? Oh, next week, seventeen. Next week, okay. Um, that's it. I've been busy looking up shit because I'm going to San Diego tomorrow for a job interview. Hopefully, I get it and can move out to California. But we're by hosting show, y'all. Yep. Uh, yeah, just wait. That shit is difficult as fuck. Shouts out to you, Scar. You punk ass East Coast. <laughs> Three hours ahead, motherfucker. Also, I just want to say in regards to the uh. Detective Pikachu shit. I don't like Pokemon. I have spent many, many, many hours making fun of motherfuckers who like Pokemon. My mindset has always been and always will be. If you were over the age of 20 when Pokemon first came out and you played Pokemon, you're a fucking pedophile. Um, Detective Pikachu, based on the fact that one, that A, it's got books in it. From again, 
uh, the Get Down Brothers and from Jurassic World 2, even though they didn't give that nigga nothing. Listen to the review. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Listen to the review. Um, and the fact that it's got Ryan Reynolds playing fucking Pikachu. It's hilarious. Like, that is literally the dopest thing in the world to me. And I'm excited. Did you see the German version of the trailer? Oh, no. What was in the German no, version of the trailer? No, did, did, did Blastoise shit on somebody? No, no. It, <laughs> I, saw this, I saw this article, and Brandon, you're going to have to play it because I cannot imitate it. I saw this article, and it was like, Germans are outraged, or they're really annoyed about the German version of the trailer, and the reason is hilarious. What's the reason? Just look up, just play it, because I don't want to ruin the surprise. But what's the, okay. Just, no, I don't want to, I don't, Okay, just, okay, gotta, okay, okay, let me see. I will definitely be having a uh, Detective Pikachu uh, stuffed animal at some point, and, and uh, Now, hold on, for the, you guys who can't see it, uh, you're going to have to share your screen, but for people listening, it's going to play the English version, and then it's going to do all the other languages, and then you'll know when the, you'll know like why they were upset about it because something is different about the German version than it than than was the Japanese and the Italian and the French and then the English. You'll see. You'll see. Let me see if it's right. All right, here we go. It's hilarious. I think this is. They try to talk to me all the time. All they hear is Pika Pika. Uh, you can hear him, right? Pika Pika. Lo habéis oído, no? Why does Pikachu sound like that? Wait, that version I heard was way more aggressive than that. I don't think that was the right one, but it was like some just angry German word. It didn't even say Pika Pika, but that was that's basically what happened. They dubbed over Pikachu's. <laughs> How do you find this shit? I didn't even find this shit. I'm gonna be looking for articles. It came up shit. on my feed. Um. All right. So let me see. How do I want to do this? Do I want to tackle? Got a whole blind show. Brandon didn't send show notes out, guys. I didn't show notes. Yeah, I know. I'm taking time. advantage like a motherfucker. You know what? Too. I'm gonna start off with some non-nerdy shit. And Mike yeah. doesn't know nothing about this, but um, I know Rashani remembers this, and I think Devin remembers this, and Mike's gonna learn about. One of the greatest moments in cable television history is when um, is the fifteen anniversary, fifteen year anniversary mm-hmm. on Monday of when Cameron and Dame Dash went on Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, uh, I thought it was that time that Batman crossed over with Scooby Doo. No, shut up. So let's play a little bit of this episode. <laughs> oh shit! You got a. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's do a on kids. Environment, how is true, but what I'm saying is it's glorified. There's no justification for all the shooting that all goes right. on. So if he's reporting what goes on in, around his street, around the street, he's a product of his environment. Not to say this him, is, but he's reporting what is a product. This is Dame Dash, by the way. Product of his environment. How is that wrong for him to report because that? Are you gentlemen, gentlemen, let, gentlemen, are you gentlemen, gentlemen, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Who do these kids relate to more? You, someone from the inner city, or someone from another country, or someone from the suburbs. Let's be quite honest. What would I was you, you came up, you you came up the same way I did, right. the same way millions of these kids do every right. day. We're growing up in a in a fatherless society. We're growing up. A lot of our friends, your friends, my friends, didn't have a lot of supervision at home. Most of the time, they were at our homes. Uh, we were uh, you. We had good parents. We had parents who didn't allow us to do or watch these kinds of things. Right. I but these it. children now in, in the movie industry, believe me. I'm a critic of the movie industry also. I think that these kids are watching too much TV, period. But my issue is that when you rap, 
you rap about what these children relate to because it's in their environment. You've already stated that, that this is, that, that they don't know your story. I'm tired of this nigga talking. Let's get because to you're seeing, we, we don't promote. It's not about it to you because you feel like it might give you better no. ratings to portray something negative within the image it of hip hop. It is negative. It's not negative to be sure a businessman. It's, it's, not, it's not negative to take care of the economy around you. It's negative to make money, Mr. Dash, if you it's, hurt children. How do you hurt children by promoting to be an entrepreneur and a CEO right. and to do right by? Looking at a principal. For, by example, for example. Hold it. Hold it. You're looking at a principal. Why you want to let him talk? You mad? You mad? You mad? Where'd you start? Curring the fear, right? No. Wrong. Well, you're looking, you're looking I got at dirt a man. on you, doggy. Okay, I'm going to get at you in a minute. You go ahead. You get at I'm going to get at you in a minute. Dude, they were not here for Bill O'Reilly shit. It's so I don't know good. why Bill let him on the show. It's, I don't know why Bill did that. Because, listen, Bill didn't. See, this is what happened. They came on that show, and they knew what that show was. And usually when people go on Bill's show, Bill railroads the fuck out of people. Like, yeah. I don't fuck with Bill Raleigh, but I used to see clips from his show. He would railroad the fuck out of you. And so he thought he was going to have these black dudes on, and he was going to embarrass them. But here's the thing. Dame and Cam did not come on that bitch and code switch. They were no. Dame Dash and Cameron on that show, and they knew what Bill Riley was all about. And they fucking gave it to him. And it's so good. God damn. I, I cannot believe that. he let them on that show. Yo, know, he was his face turned physically red when Cam's like, "Oh, you mad? You, you mad, mad, doggy?" He said, "I got dirt on you, doggy. I got dirt on you." It's so good, and they had this black man principal on there, and that principal is up there, and he has to deal with Cameron and Damon Dash. So he come on there trying to talk like a principal would talk, and they up there just antagonizing him, talking about all types of shit. Like <laughs> Cam, at one point, Cam says. You can solve all these problems with parent-teacher conferences. <laughs> you know how many people probably believe that shit, but it's Cameron saying that. And it's so ridiculous. So I know that was funny. I had to start the show off with uh, a funny moment. Mike, do you know who any of those people are? I know who Bill O'Reilly is. Of course. Yeah! Well, let me tell you about Cameron and his magnum opus, B-O-P-H. What does that mean, Bottom of the pussy hole. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's my jam too. <laughs> that's why I was like, hold on, what is he? Okay. Bottom of the pussy. Yo, you hit the bottom of that pussy, man. It, it do something to a woman, yo. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I just want to point out the fact that I love when white people bring black folks onto their shows thinking that white folks that black folks are gonna act differently. Like you said, Code Switch because they're on a white show. Meanwhile, we're going on that show because we've been telling all of our niggas, if I ever get a chance to go on that motherfucking show, I'm about to tell them everything <laughs> they don't wanna hear. Yeah. And and that's what y'all need to understand, white people. Like literally, if you let us into your show, if you let us into your world and it's it's live, nigga, don't let it be live. Don't 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 bring us on live. You better have a tape delay like a motherfucker. Because if you let us on live, you're gonna get red. Your panel members are gonna get red. I'm gonna shout out at least three things I'm trying to sell. Oh, uh, I'm gonna try and go viral by making fun of your ass, and I might just tell you to shut the fuck up for good measure because you're not gonna invite me back anyway. Yep. All facts. And for the and for the young people and the white people that listen to our show. Who are not familiar with Cameron? He is the master of such hits such as. Can you buy that? Woo! Shit! Oh, kill him.
Dipset, Dipset. Lil Weezy, Cash Money. Yo, Ma, let me holler. Let's do it. Oh, Ma, I've been hugging the block. Hugging the block. That's right. Hustling, hustling, rocks. I know, I've been puffing a lot. Puffing a lot. Nigga wanna know, baby girl, you was sucking it now. My dick hard as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, oh man, Cam and Dipset used to be my shit. And they are still my shit. I, I will bump 2004 until the day I look. I ride for that all day. So, That's vintage music. Goddamn. There you go. We there's a ratchet moment of the show. Steph probably would have loved that. Oh man, we held it down. Um, <laughs> the next, uh, let's let's stay away from the really nerdy news yet. Uh, but we yeah, we talk about TV news. and movies. Uh, Amer- so there's done- a Hollywood Reporter did a report, and America's most trusted TV news and anchors revealed. So they did a poll on the most trusted TV anchors. Uh, oh, according to a survey of over 2,200 adults. Anderson Cooper won? You'll never believe this, and it's crazy to me too. Uh, the number one most trusted news reporter is NBC nightly news host Lester Holt. Yeah, Lester Black Holt, man. Cool, a black man by 32% <laughs> is trusted by 32% of uh, respondents. And trusted a lot, I'm sorry, by 32% and trusted some by 30%. So most people, uh, 62% of the people in the poll trusted him a good amount. He's trailed by two ABC News anchors, his evening news competition, David Dave, Muir. Yeah, David Muir. Yeah. And Good Morning America co-host Robin Roberts. Oh, look at the black sisters. people coming in charge. Wanda. Look at that. Uh, only one cable news host is considered exceedingly trustworthy by more than a quarter of the American poll, and that is Anderson Cooper. Told you, I knew it. Boy, I'm good. I'm good at what I do. I'm good. On the contrary, the 10 least trusted television news personalities all work for cable news networks. Fox News host Sean Hannity, Hannity leads the way, 30%. Don't trust him at all. Followed by NBA, MSNBC's Rachel Maddow, CNN's what? Don Lemon, and MSNBC's Mika Brzezinski. I right, let's I see we all know what's going on there, right? Yeah. So you got me. Rachel Maddow, lesbian woman, Don Lemon, gay man, gay, man. gay black man, and Mika Brzezinski, white woman, but woman. And you know, then you got Sean Hannity. How are they even in the same conversation? With yeah, Sean Brandon, real quick, how did you did you feel triggered when you was watching Gifted this week? And, I didn't watch uh, Gifted yet. Oh, well, you got to watch it. But I did watch Don Lemon on Friday, and he did this little crossover with Chris Cuomo. And Chris Cuomo was like, yeah, I've been in politics my whole life, and I think Trump does this or that, but I really just talk about it from the politics. And then Don Lemon goes, yeah, but see, as a gay black man, I can't just talk about it from the politics. And he goes (laughs) into it. And I was like, hold up. What the fuck's going on with Don Lemon? Yeah. Yo, that, yo, see, the, the fact that Don Lemon still has a job after the fucking New Year's Eve shit. No, the New Year's Eve shit is where this all changed. He transformed. Yeah, you're right, though. You're right. He did change. Oh, did Rashani drop off? Oh, no, he's still here. No, I'm right here. Oh, okay. I thought you, I, my, I got fucked up by the new guy. I'm just good at listening. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here's, here's the craziest. Here's the even more than all those. Here's the worst one. 24% of the people uh, trust Brian Williams. How do you trust Brian Williams? I never heard of half of these people. Oh, damn. I it's because you don't watch the news until now. How do you trust true. Brian Williams? This nigga lied about being, covering war. Who He's trusts that dude? I, every time I, I see him on TV, I'm like, how do you let him cover the news? People love Brian Williams, though. Uh, I don't know why, but they do. Um, I watch his show at night. 
at 11. He, he literally is on it at 11 o'clock now because he fucked up that bad that he had the news show that comes on at 11 o'clock live. Yeah, fuck, fuck Brian Williams. Um, all right, I guess we'll talk about this. Uh, Stan Lee passed away at the age of 95. I mean, you guess. Of course we got to talk about it. I know, but I'm sad. That's Me why too. I said I guess. Stan Lee passed away at the age of 95 this week, uh, Saturday Medical Center. On Monday, on November twelfth, the morning Monday, November twelfth, and Stan Lee, for the, everyone who listens to the show probably knows, but is uh, one of the founding far, fathers of comic books, uh, modern day comic books. He he helped create with Jack Kirby the Fantastic Four, Thor, Spider-Man. Uh, no Spider Man with Steve Ditko, uh, but uh, Thor. Uh, the X Men, just all all the Marvel people you know, came from Stanley and Jack Kirby's mind. He wrote the words Jack Kirby gave him, the costume and the look and everything. And uh, it was a sad day, but some good things came out of it. Uh, we saw a lot of um, a lot of articles about Stan and his impact on people in the industry. A lot of people talked about it. And then they came out with the Stan Soapbox. Did any of you guys see these? Yeah. They're going yep. around. They they actually come they came they come out like before the before his death in like times of political crisis, I guess you could say. So Stan Lee was a man before his time in a lot of ways. Definitely. Um and one of his soapboxes that were getting a lot of play uh after he passed was his one on bigotry, and I'll read a little bit of it. We should say the soap for people who don't know. He he had soapboxes in every in many of his issues that he just put in there to talk to fans directly from him, not from the characters or from any of the fiction, just like from Stan to people. So Stan says this: Let's lay it right on the line. Bigotry and racism are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. But unlike a team of costumed supervillains, they can't be halted with a punch in the snot. Oh, they can't be halted with a punch in the snot or a zap from the ray gun. The only way to destroy them is to expose them, to reveal them for the insidious evils they really are. The bigot is an unreasoning hater, one who hates blindly, fanatically, indiscriminately. If his hang-up is black men, he hates all black men. If a redhead once offended him, he hates all redheads. If some foreigner beat him to a job, he's down on all foreigners. He hates people he's never seen. He hates people he's never seen, people he's never known, with equal intensity, with equal venom. Now, we're not trying to say it's unreasonable for one human being to bug another, but although anyone has the right to dislike another individual, it's totally irrational, patently insane to condemn an entire race, to despise an entire nation, to vilify an entire religion. Sooner or later, we must learn to judge each other on our merits. Sooner or later, if a man is ever to be worthy of his destiny, we must fill our hearts with tolerance, for then and only then will we truly be worthy of the concept that man was created in the image of God. And a God who calls of all his children. That's Stan wow. Lee in the 1960s. Pretty fucking dope. Uh, that book is available on Amazon right now. Stan Soapbox, the collection. Oh, I was wondering if there was a book about that. I gotta get that. How much is it? You know? If it's fourteen dollars. Wow. Fourteen ninety nine. I'm gonna buy that right after this. Uh, Rashani, Devin, you got anything to say about Stan? No, uh, just thank you to that man. Like I appreciated all his contributions to my happiness and my joy. And the, my imagination that uh, superheroes are are more than their powers. Have I ever told you guys a story of when I met Stanley? I feel like I have. Yes, you told it on the show twice. I, I, I just I don't I don't I don't know. I I love his writing, 
I love his ideas. I love him showing up on shows and whatnot, showing up in the movies. This is the part where y'all going to kick me off the show, and I apologize for nothing, but the nigga's 92. 95. 95. 95. 95. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. 95. I'm not really mourning. Nah, celebrate. No, I agree. Either, yeah. thing is. And, and, and I'm hearing a lot of folks who are like, oh my God, no. And I'm like, he was 95. I'd rather celebrate his life. Like, yep. he lived a good, long life. He enacted change in his own way. Uh, he was able to show people that you don't have to be an engineer or a, a scientist or anything like that to actually make people's lives better. Um, and that's what spoke most to me. Um, and he was willing to laugh at himself. That was important to me too. Like he seemed like he was always enjoying what he did, um, all the way up until the day he died. Yeah. Uh, but if I live to be 95 years old, success and not really, not- if I live past 80, let's just start mourning me then. Cause every day I wake up to live in hell. Like if, if Stan Lee is one of the rare people I know who at 95 was still able to be fully mobile yeah, in control of his faculties and in control of his bowels. Yeah, he um, did not have anything. Brandon, our, me and Brandon's grandmother is, is 95 now, and she is definitely she remembers and recounts. Oh, yeah, she's definitely the sharper than me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much sharper than me. She was yeah, like, I'm. I'm just. I'm pretty certain that I'm not gonna be that one. I'm gonna be the mm-hmm. one who gets dementia. I feel that too. By like 78. Um, the Washington Post did an article on Stan Lee, how he used his platform to call out racism in the 1960s. Uh, he also, speaking about the X-Men, said these stories have room for everyone, regardless of their race, gender, color of their skin. The only thing we don't have room for is hatred, intolerance, and bigotry. Uh, Lee and his frequent co-creator Jack Kirby famously created the Black Panther in 1966. Um... All the Marvel titles alluded to American racial divide. The mutants of X Men face discrimination, and if you and I bet you Stan, if you watched The Gifted, he would love how they're doing that show to use the X Men as an allegory. Uh, I always felt the X Men in a subtle way often touched upon the subject of racism and inequality, and I believe the subject has come up in other titles too. Uh, Lee added, "We would never pound hard on the subject. We must be handled with care and intelligence." So, uh, good for Stan. Stan was a great pioneer. He created a lot of characters that I love. I'm partly doing the show because I love those characters that he created, helped create. So, mm-hmm. um, good thank for, you, thank you, Stan. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, on, I just want to thank him for bringing about one of the greatest ages of movies that the world's ever known. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't start reading comics really. I mean, I read Archie, but I didn't really start reading comics until I was in college. So. Uh, I can't say that I grew up reading Marvel and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I can say that I remember exactly where I was the first time that Nick Fury uh, walked out of that dark corner on, at the end of uh, Iron Man. <laughs> yep. I, I can say that. And um, I look forward to those movies like crazy. And I look forward to Deadpool like crazy. And since I started reading comics, I know that Stan Lee isn't the one who were writing these comics. He's not writing New Wolverine. He's not writing Ironheart. But he is the impetus. He is the person who they're all trailing behind. He's the one whose legacy they're trying to live up to. So my son has an uncle who um, played professional football. Played really well, too. Like, he was an all-pro. Um And when he left the league, he talked about a lot about his legacy, what he left behind. Uh, And 
legacy is supposed to be something where I guess after you're dead is what people remember you for. But Stanley was one of those rare people who was able to smell the roses while he was still alive. Mm-hmm. Like people could see his legacy while he was still there, making his legacy even grander. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. That is just to be able to do what you love is one thing to be able to do what you love and affect change in everybody else is phenomenal real talk and that's what i admire about him yep true true world Tumors. impact yeah and like he has an impact that will will be just timeless it will be here and you saw forever. it when he passed all the people all the people all the websites everywhere so mm-hmm. it's great that he got his recognition uh especially a dude a jewish dude that grew up in the 20s i mean he yep. went through some shit and went to the war he was he was yep. a veteran he went through some shit Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of movies, uh, Venom just passed Justice League at the worldwide box office. Woo! I don't know why it should have been hard. It should've, it should've that been hard. is just a, a bad film p- passing another bad film. But the one bad film had Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman on it, and it got passed by the bad film of the not Spider Man. Justice, I mean, DC's gotta get that shit together. Um. Uh, another movie topic: Infinity War and Black Panther win big at the People's Choice Awards. Oh shit! Good, good. Uh, no surprise. Marvel's there. Infinity War was named Best Movie and Best Action Movie at the People's Choice Awards. Black Panther was recognized for its individual performance as lead actor. Chadwick Boseman won Best Male Movie Star, Woo! and Denai Guerrero took home Best Action Star. Yes. Uh, for Koye. Uh, as it should be. So uh, yeah, a lot. I mean. Chris Hemsworth won an award. Robert Downey Jr. were nominated. Uh, some of the other movies, comedy movie of the year, The Spy Who Dumped Me. Um, drama movie of the year, that. Fifty Shades Freed. Who voted on that? Family movie of the year, In- Incredibles 2. Okay. Easy. Um, drama show of the year, Riverdale. I don't watch Riverdale. Riverdale, it's, it's, uh, I watched the first season and a half. Uh, it was good. My sister likes it. Uh, daytime talk show, Ellen DeGeneres. Easy. Uh, so, yeah. Um, good for that. Uh, let's see what else we got here tonight. Oh, this one's a Rashani and my and me special. Uh, AMC raising Stubbs A-list subscription service price in 15 states. They're raising the price? That's the fuck y'all get. Mm-hmm. AMC Stubbs A-list is movie subscription service in 15. Uh, it's preparing to raise the monthly price in 15 of the 50 states. Whether movie studios or theater chains like it or not, it looks like the future of movie going in the U.S. is via subscription services, in which a subscriber pays one flat rate to predetermine the number of movies per year, uh, per month. Uh, it's become a common refrain for American consumer in recent years that the price of movie tickets are too high at this point. A single evening uh, ticket in just about every part of the U.S. will cost the buyer at least $10. <laughs> I wish. With many markets seeing prices of $15 or more for a normal 2D showing. You wish to see a 3D IMAX film, you can price can get even higher. Um, however, AMC Theaters took notice of MoviePass this summer and rolled out their own subscription movie service called Stubbs A-List. In addition to their existing customer loyalty program, the setup was refreshingly simple. For $19.95 per month, subscribers could see up to three movies per week, including in premium formats. Unfortunately, as revealed in a statement emailed out to Stubbs A-List customers, that price will soon go up starting on January 9th. The price for customers residing in Colorado, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Maryland, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Virginia, 
Washington and Washington, D.C. will rise to $21.95. Oh, it's just $2. Customers in California, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and New York get it the worst as their price will increase to $23.95. Uh, let's see. So three movies a week that times four weeks. That's 12 movies a month. Uh, including IMAX. You know, if I had an AMC by me, I would get that instead of cinema. But I'm happy let me with tell you about. Let, let me tell you about why they can lick my ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. First of all, AMC is one theater. It's right. one company. There, You can't go to every theater out there. You got to think about the benefits between that and cinema. With cinema, if you have five different movie theater companies around you or five different movie theaters around you, you can go to five different movie theaters. With AMC, you just can go to that one AMC. So they're talking about going to three movies a week, but they don't say that at their movie theaters, they really only have like one new movie every week. So if you go see three movies the first week, then the next week you're seeing one movie and one movie and one movie over and over again. They don't say all of that. Also, three movies a week, like you said, that's 12 movies a month. With cinema for $30, I can see a movie a day. Yes. True. But you can't see IMAX. But I can open up another cinema for $9.95, and (laughs) that one will let me go see an IMAX movie. That's true. So for $39.95 a month, I can go see unlimited movies plus an IMAX movie and a 3D movie every month while you're paying $23 a month to see three movies a week, and y'all think y'all balling out of control. Okay, pork chop. First of all, you gotta find time to go see a movie three no times No, the fuck I don't. Mm-mm. Not be- because I have cinema. There's movie theaters all around my house. With AMC, I gotta find time to go see a movie because I gotta work around their times. Right. Also, with AMC, I still haven't heard anything about a Regal Club card type thing where I can use the cinema money yes. to pay for my Regal Club card points. And not so even with cinema. And soda. In cinema, you can also get the points on Fandango or Adam, too. Bruh, bruh, look here. If you go on Facebook Movies and you get your ticket on, on there and you click Adam, you get the convenience fee taken off. What? Oh, wow. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm about to do that. If you go to Facebook Movies and you order your ticket through them using Adam, then you go onto the cinema app and you say, I and you select use Adam, and then you select, I never pay for convenience fees with this uh, movie theater, and boom, you don't have to pay any convenience fees. And you still get the points. And when you see four movies at Adam, they give you a free movie ticket. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, I'm glad I made this choice. You see this, Mike? Do you see? Do you see cinema? Yeah, I canceled my movie pass a while. Look at the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, like there are so many different beautiful things about cinema that these other companies don't have because they are fully like cinema's like fuck you. I just want y'all to go see a movie. AMC's like I just want you to see a movie in my theater. I will do whatever it takes to get you in my theater. You can't go anywhere else but my theater. You have to play. You have to pledge allegiance to this theater. Mm-hmm. Cinema's like fuck you, bro. Just give me the money and do whatever you want. True. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys see the PlayStation Classic? Yeah, Devin. It looks like my computer. Uh, no, I did not. So they be- they uh, basically like the Nintendo Classic. They made a PlayStation Classic, smaller version of the PlayStation, the original PlayStation. It launches with twenty games. All right. So this is what we got here, Mikey. A little young to know original PlayStation. I had one. 
You had one? Mm-hmm. Okay. My, Mike, you can fight him anytime, man. Mike can't beat me. <laughs> my, uncle, my uncle got me into video games, and he bought me my very first console because my parents certainly were not. They were very against that. And I still play with my uncle to this day. Uh, so we got Battle Are- Arena to Seedon. That's a good game. Cool Borders 2. Destruction I Derby. Like Final, Final Fantasy 7. The original that. Grand Theft Auto. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop. Did you say you didn't play Final Fantasy 7? I didn't get a chance to, but it was good. I know it was good. I understand. Don't worry about it. I was just making sure that I heard that correctly. <laughs> right, right. The original okay. Grand Theft Auto. Intelligent Cube. Mm. Jumping Flash. Metal Gear Solid. Played it, won it, beat it. Mr. Driller. Odd World. That, that's me every yeah, other I know, night. I knew it was bedroom. coming. Smash Academy. I knew it was coming. Rayman. Resident Evil Director's Cut. Revelations. Ridge Racer Type 4. Yeah, you didn't say Tekken, yo. Super Puzzle cool. Fighter 2. Siphon Filter. Tekken 3. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Twisted Metal. Yes. The best destruction ever. And Wild game. Arms. Look, look. So here's the thing. For ninety nine dollars. What about Tony Hawk's? Is Tony Hawk's in there? No. No. Oh. Because they can't license all the music. Here's the thing. I have a computer. Really nice computer. It's 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 speedy. <laughs> and PlayStation came out in like nineteen ninety seven. No, uh like five, ninety ninety five, ninety six. Ninety five. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I'm pretty sure my computer can body a PlayStation game at this oh, juncture. Yeah. Like, you can get emulators so, for all that. This so is just a gimmick, honestly. Speaking exactly. of that. So why do I want to be forced to play their shitty-ass version of what they think classics are? Uh, because I'll be honest with you, Jumping Flash is dick shit. So speaking of that. It's just a gimmick for people who are nostalgic. Speaking of that. But first of all, I would have bought it if they had Virtual Fighter because that was my shit. Um, I'm Nin- taking it. Nintendo wins twelve million dollar lawsuit against pirates. Nintendo yeah, wanted, fuck them too. Nintendo wanted twelve million dollars in a settlement after filing a lawsuit against the owners of two Nintendo ROM emulator websites. This agreement right. could signal the end of players being able to obtain ROM emulators and retro games on the internet easily. Bro, talk. I'm not scared of these motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> Nintendo, all you needed to do was put your games out like. Here's what you do. Listen to me, video game makers, Nintendo, Sega, even Xbox. Listen to a nigga. I can save your life. Mm-hmm. Put out a Netflix-type streaming service of all your old games. And I'm talking about, like, the old Xbox original games. People will play them. Put it out. $14.99 a month. You got the, the, the game the game pass right now yeah, for all yeah. the all, on the Xbox One. You got uh the PlayStation whatever it's called where you can stream games and that's okay, but you don't have any of the Xbox One or the PlayStation original games I want. You know what games I want? I want those obscure games that came a out rapper before rapper. people knew no. Even more yeah. obscure than that. I wanted games that came out before people knew what common sense was. I want to be able to play fucking Project Overkill. I want to be able to play Loaded. Okay. I want to be able to play the original Ark the Lad. The one that was like three hours long but was absolutely gorgeous. I want to be able to play these games. I don't want you to determine what the classics are to me. 
that's like me coming up to y'all and saying, hey, the only song y'all can listen to from here on out is Temptations by Tupac. <laughs> that is that. Um, what else we got here today? Um, La- Rambo 5 cast past Vega in a starring role. So That nigga needs to just die. Disney Pirates of the Caribbean eyes a reboot with yes. Deadpool writers. I'm about it. I'm, I'm at that, especially since I got cinema and not AMC. I hope they don't show that one in y'all local theaters, bitches. I love Pirates of the Caribbean more than I should. Wait, you, you said Pirates of the Caribbean. Sorry, I blacked out. Pirates, I of, the, Pirates of the Caribbean are looking to reboot with Deadpool writers. Okay, that nope, still won't do it because Pirates of the Caribbean became more and more senseless. The, the last before. two movies never happened. The first three movies were fantastic. That's how it goes. I'll I'll take that one. The last two movies are trash. The first three movies are fantastic. Uh, I got David Jones in the movie, too. I was like, oh, this is good. Those movies are, I love those movies more, a lot. They're like, I think the the first three, when I say the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, I only ever refer to one, two, and three. I don't, four or five don't count. But that franchise is up there for me. Brie Larson, my Captain Marvel. Wants to play Samus in a Metroid movie. I can see that. Pick and choose your spots. I could do that. Samus for Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll go see that. Um, And then we have to do a shitty news story of the day to end it. Sorry, I had to end it. No, maybe I'll find something good. But to end it on a bad note, um, I I shouldn't end it on this note. Uh, Uber releases a list of 21 types of sexual misconduct reported by riders and drivers. God damn it. We'll hear the list. Um, sexual misconduct. Staring and leering. Comments okay. and gestures asking personal questions. Comments and gestures commenting about appearance. Comments and gestures flirting. Explicit gestures. Explicit comments. Displaying indecent material. Indecent photography without consent. Soliciting sexual content, masturbation, decent exposure, verbal threat of sexual assault. I don't know why Uber has to put this out. Like, (laughs) why do we live in a world where Uber has to say, you can't do these things to our drivers or drivers, you can't do these things to the riders? Because we live in a world where Uber is readily available, but they don't check the application of anybody they hire or they can't check anybody they pick up. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. They can't. Well, yeah, that's true. I know niggas who will hire an Uber and then rob them. I know niggas who hired an Uber and use it for a drive-by. I know niggas who hired an Hold Uber. Hold on. Excuse me. What? Excuse me. What? What? I know niggas who hired an Uber, had them drive them to a bank, rob the bank. Now you're an accessory. I know niggas. <laughs> that's why Toy Lane said in the song, I don't know man. if I would have said they that on this podcast. You, you can't you can't hire the Uber no more because then you don't got a getaway driver. Exactly, that's real. Can that you happens. imagine picking up an Uber and saying, "All right, this is what I need you to do: drive me to this location." No, here's the address we going to, and as soon as you get there, glack glack glack. Drive, nigga. <laughs> drive, nigga. They shooting. Drive, nigga. You, drive. Why are you looking at me? Go, go, move, bitch. Get out the way. 
Nigga, just, I got that just slide to the passenger seat. I'll drive. I'll <laughs> drive. I'll keep us both safe. Yes, I knew I was the one who shot first, but they shot back, so we should be leaving now. And they got your license plate. The longer you wait, they're going to look your ass up. Um. All right. Can we go to In-N-Out Burger now? Yes, <laughs> I'll yes, buy nice. you a double-double. Uh, all right, I'll end it on this one then. Um, so for I was going to do this next week, but I don't want to end it on that bullshit. Um, what to expect from Amazon's Black Friday deals? For those of you who are ready to spend some bread, uh, Amazon has a 75-inch 4K Ultra LED TV that's regularly $2,300 for $17. That's oh, shit. Uh, $600 off. Let's see, you can get an Echo for sixty nine bucks. No, you want an Echo? I have like two of them. I have an Echo Show and an Echo Dot that I don't even use nearly as much. If you want to get a Fire Stick four K with Alexa voice remote for thirty four dollars. Hold up, what? A Fire <laughs> Stick four K? Yeah, uh, it's the box. And can I? It's the, uh, it's the cube looking thing. Can I? Um, can I? Can I hack that too? Yeah. I, yes. I can hack the 4K version. Yeah. Oh, see, you see, uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna edit that out. Um, <sighs> let's see. Fire TV recast one terabyte with four tuners. What the fuck is that? What is <sighs> a Fire TV recast? Watch and record live TV. Fire TV recast is a DVR that lets you watch and record over the air TV at home or on the go with Fire TV. What? I didn't even know these things existed. <laughs> Um, Fire TV Cube with fair far field voice control and 4K UHD. What are these things? <laughs> like, why? I did not know any of these things existed. Um, why do you sound like Jack Skellington? What is this? <laughs> um, people still buy Chromebooks, I guess. Okay, I didn't know that was a thing. Garbage. This Chromebook is garbage. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Chromebook's so garbage. In oh, they got them things. Devin got those in-ear wireless earbuds. Yeah. Uh, in-ear heartbreak. Jabra Elite, regular one sixty nine on sale for one nineteen. So go shop, spend money. Speaking of Amazon, they're going to offer early screenings of Aquaman. Okay, so they're going to do that. And if you want, uh, I'll go see that using Cinema wherever the fuck I want. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to send the show something, uh, hit me up on Twitter. I'll be willing to take your money uh, or your gifts. We appreciate it if it happens. We'll use your service. Um, uh, before we get out of here, thanks again, Rashani, for coming on. We miss you. We got to get back on these reviews. Definitely. Um, what you got coming up on the single simulcast this week? You know what? While you while we were talking, I just finished editing the first episode of The Kitchen Sink with Stephanie. Uh, that's okay. going to be on our Patreon page coming up this week. What I have no that? idea. Hold on. What's huh? The Kitchen Sink? The Kitchen Sink is my new podcast. Um, basically, we talk about everything but The Kitchen Sink. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that's a good name. This first episode, we talked about punk-ass retail customers. Okay. Um, and, because, and because it's behind a paywall, I get really ratchet. It's great. Um, and, uh, I'm gonna try and do that like as often as possible, but you know, things happen, things come about and it may not always be Stephanie. I might call you and be like, yo, let's talk. And then we just, 
rap about something. I might get on there and talk about food real quick, but it's a Patreon exclusive. Um, let me see. What else? Oh, I know we're going to be talking about these fires out here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. The air quality right now is like 441. What, uh, what like, does that mean? What does that it mean? It means it, you might have health risks if you go outside. Wow. And um, they canceled school for everybody tomorrow. But yet people who go to work got to go to work. Yeah, that shit crazy. Yeah. I was thinking about that shit. Like, if you had to evacuate your home and you got to leave, like, how the fuck are you supposed to get to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so, like, how do you replace your house? Like, you know, if you can't keep your, if your insurance defaults, nigga, you out of a whole house right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Facts. Um... So yeah, go check out the single simulcast. Go check out Storytellers. Go check out Kitchen Sink. Sign up for the Patreon. Support this black businessman right here. Um, shout out to Shantae. We gotta get her back on because she was so yeah, much you fun do. When we she was on last time. So I'm you gonna... know what? The best thing first. Can I can I interrupt real quick yes. and just talk my shit about my 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 co Talk my shit. Let me. Can I talk my shit? I don't care what y'all say. Old Kanye was excellent. I don't give a fuck. I don't stop listening. I don't, just because y'all niggas canceled Kanye, I did not stop listening to his first three albums. Like, everything up through Flashing Lights, I will support. Everything after that, power to. I'll support that one too. After that, y'all can do whatever you want with that nigga. But I'm not going to stop listening to, can I talk my shit again? Let me tell you something dope about my nigga Shantae. So... My nigga Shantae don't give a fuck about none of y'all niggas. And she is so gracious and so kind and so nice. She'll never tell none of y'all niggas. But she is literally the livest, most ratchet motherfucker on the planet Earth. (laughs) Real talk. And you would never know it until you talk to her about something that she don't like or that she really likes. And then all of a sudden, she just flips the switch and has you like, who's this new nigga over here, Cletus? And that's what I dig about her. <laughs> I am to the point now on single simulcast where I can sit back for literally like 30 minutes and let her black the fuck out. And <laughs> she will have you just dying in your seat. So at some point, I'm going to get her and Danny on a show together and they're going to go ratchet along with uh, Stephanie. And it's going to be the best thing that's ever happened in this entire world. And I don't know how to deal with it yet. Yo, that's my nigga. Awards, the Thirst Awards on the, um, on the Mocha Minutes. Was that amazing. was amazing. Yeah, was that amazing. was amazing. So yeah, that was amazing. And I learned like five new ratchet things about Shantae that day. Also, she has a crippling addiction that she's living with to Candy Crush Saga. So if any of y'all want to <laughs> oh, slide her side, lives, she'd appreciate it. Um. Also, so yeah, we got to get her back on. So I'm gonna hit her up this week, actually. And Rashani, you may not know this, but. So we had Charmaine from the Militantly Mixed podcast, and she yeah. she said something about a movie that I don't really didn't want to speak about on this podcast before that day. <laughs> uh, but she has convinced us, and so next week, um, probably on Thursday, uh, oh, she how is con- Thursday or Thanksgiving, Brandon. Oh no, no yeah, not definitely Thursday. not Thursday. Probably next weekend. Then I forgot Thanksgiving was Thursday, so probably next weekend. Um, she has convinced us to revisit um Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie. Why? Because old old school review. She wants to Why? Do a retro review. Stephanie retro thought it was I should watch with my dad. By the way, no, see you don't want to tell Rashani this because he might ruin a friendship. 
But uh, Stephanie was on the show last night on our Black Lightning review, and she said she thought the movie was good. Why? Mm-hmm. We don't know. We asked the same question, but, you know. She's I like, should, I, didn't, I didn't mind I, it. I, I didn't mind. I should watch it, watch it again with my dad this time and see what he says. Yes, you should. So, Mike, he's going to love it because he's spending time with his son. I don't think he's going to like this one. <laughs> I don't think anyone who's sane and has a normal, like, working brain could like this movie. So you're going to tell Stephanie you said that. Ryan, Ryan oh, wait, no. No, I like Stephanie. We, we're cool. <laughs> She's going to be on for the review. So that will be out <laughs> next week. Um, our Black Lightning recap will be out tomorrow as well, or tonight, depending on, probably tonight because I'm going on a trip tomorrow. So I'm going to get it all done tonight. Um, you can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Just look for the Watch the Series podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Excelsior. Go back and, like I said, subscribe to the single simulcast. And all of Rashani's podcasts. Uh, he's a real inspiration. He's dope as fuck. And we're going to get back to doing these movie reviews. Thanks. Um, My life's kind of like a movie. Your life is like a movie. Uh, so like I didn't actually this as the intro, but Rashani, would you like <laughs> to pick the wrestling theme outro? Yes. The one that you were playing earlier with Binky and, and Mac 10 and, and oh. MC8 and play the whole damn song so back. I can lump it. So I can slump it in my car because I'm telling you, MC8 Spaz is out on that song, dog. I'm so sincere. <sighs> well, let's get I to that. You Thank TV. you guys for listening. We'll be back soon. Pull the plug and make the mic blow. Show no mercy. These mere mortals can't hurt me. It's such a pity. I hit the streets and stalk the city. I be looking for trouble. You better call me if you see that fool. That's the same dude I used to chase around school. Come here and take his lunch money and laugh cause it's funny. What's happening, low? My whole crew won't hunt his folks. We ain't no jokes in them Chevys with the drollics. My game is so polished cause I got the street knowledge. Flossy, flossy. Never let nobody box me. I calls the shots and I takes the whole pot. Stop. Drop down. Don't Wanna hear sound from nobody? We straight turn out the party. I stay to myself. I don't mess with no haters. Spend it all now. Say what Save for later. later. Up to oh, my penthouse suite house. in my private elevator. Y'all know the time. Move back, get strung. Y'all check the rhyme. Jesus, two tech, nine eyes behind. Behold the front line. Saw time shot. We get in when we fit in.